you bow your head and join me in prayer? Gracious God, we thank you. Um, indeed, we lift up our hands and surrender our hearts to you. Father, your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. Father, we have worshipped, we have prayed unto you, and now we come to hear what thus says the Lord. Would you look down and speak to us? For we long to hear what you have to say, Father. Set somebody free today. Save a sinner. Restore a backslider. Encourage a discouraged sin. For we are listening to you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Come on, help me praise God and by putting your hands together. Um, listen, um, we have a new sermon series this month. Uh, well, not this month, but a three-part series um, that we're going to be doing um, the fall. We In Genesis chapter 3, we have a three-part series. I am super excited about it. Amen. I am super excited about it. So, um, if you have your Bible, join me in Genesis chapter 3, the first five verses. Genesis chapter 3, the first five verses. Genesis 3, verses 1 through 5. Hear now the word of God. If you're able to stand, would you please stand in for the reverence of the reading of the word of God? Genesis chapter 3. I promise you I'll be quick so we can have a quick conversation off camera and then we'll be out here by 2 o'clock. Amen. 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 Genesis chapter 3. Um, 1 through 5. Here's what the word of God says. Now the serpent was more crafty than any, any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He, the serpent, said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from, the, from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat um, fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The word of God is already blessed. You may be seated. Sermon title is pretty simple. Did God really say? Did God really say? In a famous Greek legend, the entire world was a paradise. The first woman's name was Pandora. One day, a messenger brought a large chest to her house and left it there. Pandora was consumed with curiosity. What was in the box? She kept asking herself, what was in the box? Her husband told her to live it alone. But she opened it anyway. The king of 
the gods, however, had sent the box to punish humanity for wrongdoing. The box was full of diseases, sorrows, vices, and crimes. When she opened the box, all these evils escaped into the world. Thus did sorrow, pain, misery, and wickedness become part of human existence. Now, that is a legend. Indeed, it is a legend. But the theme of the legend, the themes of the legend are right. Humanity indeed did live in a paradise once. And our fall from innocence is the great tragedy of human history. Satan entered Eden, the perfect world that God had created and tempted our first parents into disobedience. Let me say this again. God indeed did create a perfect world. And let me put it to you this way, plenty even before I get to my thesis. Genesis 23, Genesis 3, all the way to Revelations 21 would not have existed if Adam and Eve did not fall into the devil's temptation. Are you all with me? Our first parent, first parents, they lived in paradise. And this paradise that they lived in was perfect. You know how we knew, you know how we knew it was perfect? Because God made it. And when God made everything, as we've learned, what did God say after everything he made? It was good. And after God made Pastor Perry, what did God say? It was very good. Amen. Can I get a witness somebody? Amen. Y'all know, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? So, so, so then, so then, so then, what I want you guys to understand, number one, that Genesis 3 is not a myth. It is not some kind of fairy tale. And, 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 and today, I, 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 I was, I was thinking, I've been thinking all week long, and, and today, I said, I wonder if you guys know the devil. Are you all with me? I, I know I may not get a lot of amens, but, but I, I wonder. I think most of you are born and raised in church, and you grown and some of us are like, well, you know, when you do a little sin here and there, it's not a big deal, you know. Um, but do you really know the devil? And 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 and, and, and I said this, and, and allow me to introduce the devil to you this morning. Allow me to, because I, I think one of the things that we've done is that uh, um, there's a quote by Mark Twain. Uh, um, uh, um, that, that I have somewhere in my, in my, uh, um, in my, in my, it's up there. Okay. There, there it goes. Mark Twain says this. We may not pay, we may not pay certain reverence, but that it would be, uh, um, indiscreet. But we can at least respect his talents. Uh, here's the reason why I want to introduce to you the devil before I get to my three points and then give you application and then we'll, we'll be done. Here's the reason why. I, I think that we don't know what we are dealing with. Notice in, 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 in chapter 3, it says, Now the serpent. Now, 
let me let me put it to you straight up. The devil is not a serpent. Snakes, that's a snake. So the devil is a spirit that took the form of a snake. In other words, the devil went and possessed the snake. And then the devil, you can see the snake is talking with uh, um, um, Eve and Adam. And it seems pre-fall, pre-fall, talking, an animal talking seems to be something that was coming. Because here, 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 here entice me for a second. Um, it says Eve is talking with the snake and she wasn't scared. It, it didn't seem like it was something out of unusual. They were talking. Now, here is the problem. Now, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. What the snake is saying should have been a problem. We'll, we'll get there in a minute. But, but the point I'm making is this. You, a lot of us, we, 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 we have this uh, um, caricature. Like, we, we minimize the devil. So, for instance, uh, um, I, I, I said this all the time. I see people wearing t-shirts with skulls in the... Like the Oakland Raiders. I see people wear those. I'm like, how you wear those Jabolik stuff? Those diabolical stuff. How do you wear these things? Because what happens is this. Even in our culture, and I, I, I believe I said this before. Halloween is the second most popular commercialized holiday in America. And I know some of our kids says, how come we don't celebrate Halloween and stuff like that? And listen, we Haitian. We do not celebrate the, the devil. Because that's what Halloween is. But but see, we we tend to be a way where we kind of cutify the devil. Oh, preach Pastor Perry. You're preaching. I know. You're preaching real good. You cutify the devil. And in other words, because we are so accustomed to some of these things, but we don't really understand who the devil is. Because if we do not understand who the devil is, you're going to see in a minute, you will not be able to identify his strategies. You're going to fall all the time. Preach, Pastor Perry. I know you're preaching. Let me tell you about the devil. The, 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 I told you already, the word serpent means snakes. John, the apostle John, John identified, uh, uh, um, the, 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 the identified this creature as Satan. So did Paul. So both Paul and John said that the snake that the devil possessed, that, that spirit is the devil. Um, now, now, again, the devil and none to play with. And I, and I know, and I know a lot of us, we are, we, 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 we want to tap in. We want to do double dipping. We want to be in and out, in and out. The devil and none to play with. Let me tell you more about the devil. Um, in Revelation, he is called a dragon. He is called a snake and a dragon also in Revelation. Um, but Satan is not only a serpent who deceives. He is also, in Peter, a roaring lion who's looking to devour. Understand this, devour is not just eating. So the devil ain't trying to play with you. You trying to play with the devil, but he ain't trying to play with you. 
So, so the devil is looking to see who may, he may devour. In the book of Revelation, there's two, two names, one in Hebrew, one in Greek. Uh, um, uh, 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 Abaddon and Apollyon, which means destroyer. In other words, the devil has one plan, one goal, and mine is to destroy you. That's what I'm telling you. Let me introduce you to the devil in case you don't, so you, so you know who you're messing with. Because you got to know who your enemy is. Um, I was talking to Pastor Lewis before, before um, Dave and I were, um, were in the office talking to Pastor Lewis. Pastor Lewis says, the problem with you, and, and I'm giving him credit. I was going to take it for myself, but I'm giving him credit. He said, the problem is this. A lot of you, it's as if you go to a Heat Lakers game. Are you all with me? It's as if you go to a Heat Lakers game. And then you're supposed to be a Heat fan. And then the Lakers scored, you are jumping for joy. And then Miami hits score, you're jumping for joy because you don't know where you stand. Whoop. Uh, because we don't know the enemy. If you are a Heat fan, when the Lakers come to town, you wear your red, you wear black, you don't wear purple and gold. To, whoop, preach Pastor Perry. Too many of us, we only Christian on Sunday. We were Team Cross on Sunday. As a matter of fact, your IG got the Christian uh, um, signal, but yet you have naked on it. I know I'm, I'm coming back to this too. Uh, um, and, and also, on Monday through Saturday, you are the devil's child, but on Sunday you are holy. It don't work like that. Bad English, good theology. It don't work like that. Pick a team and stay there. You can't play with the devil. Now, now you think you're playing God? No, you just you just dead men walking. The devil is called Jesus called Satan a murderer and the father of lies. Jesus also called him the evil one. You know why they call Jesus? For those of you who love the world, who will do anything to get the bag at any cost who compromise your soul and so on and so forth. You know what You know what they call? The prince of this world. Man, let me tell you something. Understand this for a few moments. Your identity is not in this world. That, as a matter of fact, the Bible says that you are in this world but not of this world because if you are of this world, the devil is your daddy. Um, Satan is called the god of this age. The ruler of the world system. The leader of the demonic forces of evil. Now, I know y'all got some Haitian roots. Um, don't believe that it's only when we go to Haiti, there's a job in Haiti. But the devil is here in America. Because he is the prince of this world. But praise be to God, I'm jumping ahead of my sermon, but Jesus is the king of this world. So, so, so then when you, you have to be careful, and I only give you a synopsis of, of this because that should be a sermon all by itself. But, but the devil is no pushover. And God's people must be careful not to give him a foothold in their lives. Don't give him an inch. Um, let me illustrate this for you real quick. If you go to my house and I were to tell you that I'm making you a meal 
and Kyle sneezed far away from the stove, but somehow, somewhere, one particle of his spit jumped and fell into the food. And I said to you, you know what? It's boil uh, um, the heat according to all the uh, uh, um, sanitary stuff. The spit is no longer in there. Would you eat it? Nope. Because in your mind, you already know it's compromised. In the same way, don't think that you are a child of God and yet it's almost like the pot that is your life that is cooking and then, and then you, you, you be like, you know what? I'm only spitting one little sin in there. And, and, and guess what? That one sin contaminated the whole pot. And too many of us, that's our lives. Anyways, um, move on, Pastor Perry. Move on. I can hear my wife says, "Move on." Um, so, 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 so then, so, so, so then, we, we need to understand the, the devil's strategy. Now, watch this. It, it, it's it's in the text. Um, the, the the devil, he he, you already realize he disguised himself and, and to take the form of the serpent. So now the serpent is having a conversation with the woman. All right. So so then the first thing is this. Satan questions God's word. Let me put it to you this other way, um, more applicable way. Satan quizzed Eve on her knowledge of God's word. Um, I wish I had time, but let me let me try to make this plain for you. Um, when Satan came, he, he said to Eve. Did God really say? Whenever somebody come up to you and say, did God really say? It's going to come for you to know what God really say in order for you to reply back to them. If you don't know what God really say, Whatever they question will become the answer. And last time I checked, y'all know all of everything else but the Bible. The devil said, did God really say? Um, the set, sentence target um, is Eve's mind and is secret weapon was deception because you know something if they can make you question one bit of the totality of the truth you gonna have problem um watch this stay, stay, stay with me stay with me stay with me um we now have your truth um cat williams said his truth. Monique said her truth. Uh, uh, um, uh, um, Kevin Hart has his truth and, and, and Steve Harvey has his truth and Tyler Perry has his truth or Oprah has her truth and Taraji P. Henson y'all not keep up with pop, pop, pop culture. Taraji P. Henson has her truth, but here's what I'm saying to you. Whether it be Taraji P. Henson, Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey, uh, uh, um, Kevin Hart, they all have some kind of truth and they all saying, look, they all come bash one another. 
and said that's their truth. And 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 I love my men Sheshe, but Sheshe said that's your truth. Hey, let me tell you something. Ain't nobody got a truth. Only Jesus is the truth. So so then the devil said, Did God really say this? And each time you and I we want to sin what we actually say in reality did God really say that I cannot have premarital sex did God really say that I should not honor my parents did God really say that I should love my neighbors did God really say that I should shower my enemies with kindness did God really say that I should not lie did God really say that I should not cheat because whenever we want to sin. Sorry, I'm shouting. But whenever we want to sin, for whatever subject it is, did God really say? Did God really say that I must be in church? Did God really say? No, no. God said so. And I've said it before. If God said so, it must be so because it is so. So we, whenever you and your buddies, whenever you and your friends, whenever you go, you want to sin all you are really doing is like you now possessed by the devil's spirit because you now questioning God's word just like Satan questions Eve all you said is like did God really say we cannot go past third base did God really say we cannot go past second base did God really I mean think think about it that's what we do we are good at switching things and, and here is what the problem happens and 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 because when God says it, it, it says this uh, uh, um, do you in other words what this is what it, it's saying to 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 Eve uh, um, the devil saying this trying to say this to Eve do you really if saying do you really mean that you can't eat from every tree that's the subtle message did God really say this in other words it's not a big deal no one is watching I mean it's only between you and God it's not it's not a big deal so 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 then Eve's reply showed that she was following Satan's example and altering God's word when You've been deceived. You have a tendency to now get in line with the original deception. I know I'm spending a lot of time here. Let me say this again. Let me, let me say this again. When you've been deceived, when you've been duped, you tend to now lower your standard to where you've been duped. And then so now your premise is everything goes on that. Watch what Eve said. Eve now, uh, there's a comparison. Thank you, son. My son is doing a good job on the PowerPoint. Thank you, son. There is a comparison that I want you to see um, and, 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 and Genesis uh, um, 2 and 3. Um, here it is. I have it right here. And Genesis, um, uh, uh, the first one is 3. Oh, good. There you go. The first one is three, two and three, chapter three. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, 
You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Now, let me, let me give you the original quote. Chapter 2, verse 16 and 17. And the Lord God said, and the Lord God commended the, 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 the men, saying, of every tree of the garden, you may eat freely. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, watch this, you shall not eat for the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. What did it, what did she add to it? Touch. Never, any, never once God said touch. And, 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 and there's something that's even deeper in the text. Watch this. Um, Eve quoted saying God. And the original text, it says the Lord God. Who teach me the Bible, Pastor Perry? Y'all see that? Y'all see it? Eve said God. Now, if you don't speak Hebrew, that makes no sense to you. Um, the thing is this. Note that Eve copied the devil when she spoke of God, Elohim, not the Lord God, which is Jehovah. Compromise takes place in a sense where you miss, where you now begin, you lowered the, the theological standard. In other words, you said, you know what you said? This book is so old. This is an old book. Um, this doesn't make sense anymore. It doesn't apply. And this is how you get duped into saying this. Eve now had touch and she changed God's name. Every time you and I sin, every time we are tempted and we are ready to fall into temptation, that's the first thing we do. We change God's name and we change God's word. And the Bible says, do not add to his word, do not take away from it. I, 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 I'll move on. Number two, not only, uh, um, not only that Satan questions God's word, but watch what he did. He deny God's word or in and, and plain English, he misrepresented God's authority. Verse four, um, you shall not, you will not die. That is in contradiction with you. You will surely die. 217, we just read it. It says you will surely die. Now the devil says, no, 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 no. You will not die. In other words, watch this. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a huge difference here. Surely means certainty. You will not die means that no, you won't die. In other words, God says, you eat it, you're going to die. Devil says, no, 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 you ain't going to die. And too many of us, this is how we let the devil question God's authority in our lives. And that's why we are lagging. That's why we are the tail. That's why we are dying. It's because we believe the devil. The moment you go in that sin, yes, you will die. And, and if you stay in that sin, what happens is this. It's a slow death. Death by a thousand cuts. You will not die. Contradict God's word that says you will surely die. But then again, what do you expect from someone who is called a liar? 
That's what the devil's called, a liar. But what you have to understand is that God is a God of truth. And our response to what God says should be, what Psalm 119.28 says, Therefore all your precepts concerning all things I consider to be right. In other words, who preach Pastor Perry, what God says is right, your opinion is wrong. I told you how I feel about how I feel. If you feel it can change, your feeling does not predetermine what God's word says. God's word is above your feeling because your feelings change. God's word is God's words, your feelings, your feeling. So again, Eve should have reminded herself of God's word, believe it, left the serpent and found her husband. It's when we linger at the place of temptation, that's when we get into trouble. Let me say this again. When you linger at the place of temptation, he call you for Netflix and chill. He call you for watching Netflix, but there's chill. That's his back plan. Don't go chill and Netflix. When you linger, when you stay in the car too long, that's what happened. When you stay around people that lie and, and all they do is lie. It, look, look, I, I can, t I can tell you this. Uh, um, let me, let me put it this way. Uh, um, they say birds of the same feathers flock together. If your friends do not honor their parents, more than likely you're not going to honor your parents because you linger too much. If your friends have tendency to stretch the truth, aka lie, you know what you're going to do? You're going to lie. Because when you linger around sin too much, if they're going to go and puff puff, guess what you're going to do? And puff puff. Before you know it, you're addicted. If, if they were casual drinkers, and, and, and before you know it now, it's like they went from a little glass of wine just for whatever it is, and then before you know it now, it's like Alize and you know, uh, um, y'all know what y'all drink? Patron or Pur whatever, right, right? I don't drink liquor. Before you know it, now all of a sudden it's like, oh, whoa, I can't sleep until I take a shot. You become a, an addict. You become addicted when you linger around sin too much. You fall into sin. Eve should have recognized when the devil said, did God really say? And can I tell you something? Whenever somebody come and said to you, did God really say? You better say, get thee behind me, Satan. That should be your response. If, if, if it's anything, run like Joseph. Run like Forrest Gump. Because don't stay. If you stay around, then you're going to get in trouble. Mentally, listen, you go to college and then people into their setting club, don't go, don't go visit. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, you're not discriminated. Look, you don't attend LGBTQ weddings. You linger around this stuff, that's what's going to happen. You, do you know what they've done to us? Disney and them, all they've done is like, they, 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 they kind of restructure your mind to where that now you accept what is, what is unacceptable. You, you, you know what our society said? Did God really say that a man should not marry a man? 
Did God really say that a woman should not marry a woman? Did God, did, God, did God really say this? You should have more than one wife. Everybody got a side piece. I mean, you're hearing it. Evangelicals, Christian, non-Christian, they all, but guess what? You better stand your, stand your ground. You're from Florida. You better know, you better know your rights. Stand your ground. Stand firm. When they said, did God really say this? Get them out of your life. Because you know what happens when you, when Satan, uh, I'm questioning God's word and you deny God's word. And then what happened is this. Now, ultimately you question God's character. And this is where the big lie comes in. Uh, um, I, I wanted you guys to understand this. When somebody questions your character, can I parenthetically say this too? Uh, um, watch this. I have it in my note and bold. Um, listen to me. Listen to me. This is, I put this in bold. I put it in my note so I, I don't mess up. Listen to me. You don't have to agree with somebody. But you can still respect them. Um, for those of you who have them Haitian parents, you ought not to question their character. Let me say this to you again. Your parents ain't always going to be right. They are humans. But don't question their character. The Bible never says to question your parents' character. It says honor your parents. Watch this. To, to question somebody's character is to criticize a person's character or intention by suggesting that someone is not honest and should not be trusted. Here is what I'm trying to tell you. When the devil come to Eve... He gave Eve the big lie. The, this is not the political big lie. This is the big lie of humanity. The big lie is this. You will be like God. And everybody want to be like God. Everybody want to be worshipped. Everybody want to be praised. Everybody want to be like God. And this is, this, is the, this is where all philosophy and all stuff come out of. You will be like God. It's a promise that would get just about anybody's attention. Um, in other words, glory to men in the highest. Glory to men in the highest. And that's always been the cry that everybody wants to be glorified. And because everybody wants to reject God. Because every now and then you look at yourself, you'll be like, mm, I look good. I can do what I want. <laughs> You know, mm, everybody wants to, to do that. Um, civilization has been plagued by this lie because we all want to be like God. But when you review the consequences, you can understand how Satan leads people to a place of disobedience. Um, watch this. Believing that you will be like God and, 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 and that it's a belief that men and women 
can be their own God. And, and most of it, look, this is, this is the saying, it's my life. I can live my life the way that I want, do what I want. Who are you to tell me what to do? As a matter of fact, a whole lot of us, we reject our elders' advice and wisdom and we go and do our own thing. And it's the same thing. When you say, I want to be my God, I can be like God, it's that, you know what, I don't care what Pastor Perry said, I don't care what Brother Dave said, I don't care what, Pastor, what Brother Clevin says, I don't care what anybody says, I'm going to do me because I am me. When you do this, you're simply saying, let me be my own God. You basically said, I don't care what the Bible says. Have you ever had somebody come to you and tell you what the word of God says and you still reject it? That's disobedience. And that's what the, that's what men and women do. So, so then, so then because we, we believe that we can be our own God and not suffer consequences. God says in the Ten Commandments, you shall not worship any other God. When you make yourself to be a God, you come in direct opposition with God. And it's to your own detriment. Now you say, Pastor Perry, how, how do we apply this? I got three things, real quick, three things. Uh, um, some put them on the, on the screen for me. Um, three things, there you go. Know your Bible. Um, know your Bible. Get your mind right and no excuses. So very simple. Prove it, Pastor Perry. I'll prove it in, 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 in one minute. In, Ma in Matthew chapter 4, Jesus, after 40 days of fast, after 40 days of fasting, um, Jesus was tempted. And this is the thing. Where Adam and Eve fell, Jesus had to come so Jesus can, can undo what they've done. That's why I put my faith in Jesus, my anchor to the Ooh, my hope and from foundation. Uh, ooh, that, that's the song. That's the song, y'all. That's the song. Uh, um, I put my faith in Jesus. Watch this. When Satan come, Satan, watch this. And this, 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 this is this is it. If you don't remember anything, I said, remember this. Satan came and said to Jesus, and he said to Jesus that um, in Matthew chapter four, uh, 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 um, verse one to eleven. It says this, then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness uh, to be tempted by the devil. After fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter, who, who, who's the tempter? Satan. Came to him and said, if you are the son of God, watch this, did God really say? There's another one of those. If you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus, you know what Jesus did? Jesus went and said, well... Say, let me tell you some philosophy. Um, listen, I am God. I can do what I want when I want. That's what Jesus said, right? Right? Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Jesus, you know what he said? He quoted Deuteronomy 8.3, verbatim. It says, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus did not go into philosophy. Jesus did not go into religion. He did not go into psychology. He did not go into a debate. Jesus simply said, this is what the scripture says. That's one. Number two. Verse, um, he, goes, he goes down. He goes at verse seven. 
uh, verse 5. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had stand, and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are, same thing again, if you are the son of God. And he said, throw yourself down. Now the devil is quoting scripture. The devil said, for it is written, he will commend his angel concerning you. And they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. The devil's quoting Psalm 91 verse 11 and 12. Jesus replied back with the word of God. Here's the thing. The devils in your life, they know the Bible too. You better know your Bible. The devil replied, the Jesus replied, now with Deuteronomy 6, 16. For those of you who don't think the Old Testament matters, even Jesus quoted the Old Testament. Jesus says, it is also written. In other words, the Bible says, do not put the Lord your God to test. That's twice. The devil is persistent. He came a third time. Preach the Bible, Pastor Barry. That's what I'm doing. I'm preaching the Bible. He came a third time. Again, the devil took him on the, uh, uh, on the very high uh, mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. I'll give you all the bags. Quickly. If you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan. For it is written, Deuteronomy 6.13, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. He answered Satan's lies with truth, with God's truth. And three times it affirms, it is written. I'm glad it's raining. Y'all can go nowhere. Um, it's written. It is written. For you to say it is written, you have to know what is written. When was the last time you check the written word so you can know what is written? Y'all read all posts on Instagram, all blogs, but yet never once you open the book of life. And so when the devil comes to you, the only book that can defeat him is when we no scripture. And that's why Paul said in Ephesians 6, you got to have the spiritual weapons. Ephesians 6, 10, 10 to 18, you have to have the spiritual weapons to fight the devil. Remember what the word of God says? The devil was very crafty. You know, crafty means shrewd. How do you deal with a devil that is crafty, that is smart. Guess what? It's the word of God. It's the word of God. I close with this illustration. Um, that says, nobody is temptation proof. Even mature Christians 
have weaknesses in their spiritual armor that make, that make them vulnerable to, um, to a wounding attack by the enemy of their souls. Our pride can provide the very opening needed for the sharp thrust of a satanic dart. So can the love of money, a quick temper, a critical tongue, or chronic impatience. What, after all, is temptation? It's the enticement to think, say, or do something contrary to God's will. It may be weak. It may be a weak impulse or powerful urge. It's anything that's against God's approve or desires for us. The ancient Greek told the story of a warrior named Achilles. His mother's, his mother had been warned that he would die of a wound. So she dipped him in an, in, in an infant, uh, as an infant in the river stick, uh, um, sticks. That was supposed to make him invincible. But she held him by one heel which the protective waters did not cover. And it was through that heel that he received his fatal wounds. That's why we have the term Achilles heel. Each one of us must ask, what is my Achilles heel? We need to know our weaknesses where we could, where we could be easily be wounded spiritually. Then as we rely on the Lord for his help, we will be protected from the fiery darts of the wicked one. John Wesley wrote, leave no wound, no, leave no unguarded place, no weakness of the soul. Take every virtue, every grace, and fortify the whole. Our greatest weakness may be our failure to ask God for strength. Know your Bible, get your mind right, and no excuse. Our greatest weakness may be our failure to ask God for strength. You guys know that Eve could uh, walk away from Satan? You know, the Bible says Adam and Eve, they were in communion. They were walking with God. In other words, God was there. But all she had to do was ask God for help. And you're going to see next week, um, she said, um, she turned around and gave her husband the fruit, which means he wasn't far. But not once did she ask for help or did he ask for help. And you and I are no different than they are. The fruit is hanging in front of us. And the serpent is talking in many forms. He's saying, did God really say this? If you don't know your word, have you asked for help? If your mind is not right, have you, seek, have you sought help? You use all excuses in the world. But have you ever said, God, I need you? 
Have you ever asked God to be the anchored, to anchor your ground that you stand on so you don't fall into the devil's temptation? Every ask close, every head bow. Is there somebody here that says, Pastor Perry, the devil's been coming after me with a lot, with a lot of, did God really say this? And I need help. I don't want to fail not to, I don't want to fail not asking for help. If I want to, I want to ask for help. I want to ask God for help. If that's you, would you stand wherever you are? I want to pray for you. Stand on your feet. I want to pray for you. I want to be able to, 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 to withstand the devil's temptation. And this is not just the Haitian sins. It's every aspect of your life. Is anybody else? Father God, I come to you in Jesus' name. I want to thank you, Father, for your word. Lord, thank you for reminding us that we have a formidable foe, but our Jesus is greater than this devil. And Jesus gave us the playbook on how to overcome the devil's temptation. Thank you for reminding us that it is with your word that we are able to, to withstand the devil's attack. Jesus, not once, but three times said it is written. My brothers and sisters, have, have, they stand on their feet saying, Lord, they need your help. Father, may you give them a love for your word. May, know your, may they know your word. May they study your word. May they meditate on your word. So that your word will fill their minds and hearts. So that they will have no excuse. They will be able to stand against the devil's scheme. Strengthen them, O oh Lord. May they be encouraged. May they be fortified for the fact that they have the courage to ask you for help. We ask for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.